Before we get into today's Reddit stories, I first of all need to tell you about one of my other favorite Reddit podcasts out there, The OKOP Show. If you guys are looking for even more daily Reddit content, then The OKOP Show with John and Sam is perfect for you. Just search for the letters OKOP wherever you get your pods. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. This incredible nuclear event story was cooking on the back burner for over 10 years. And then when everything was finally revealed in one moment, it was like a bomb exploded. Revenge is a dish best served cold. Mine has been cooling for 10 years and counting. I am a 40 year old woman and I've been married to my husband who is 44 for 20 years now. We have two kids, a 16 year old girl and a 13 year old boy. My husband is what I would consider a high earner by middle-class standards. Also, strapping folks, this is going to be long. I've never told anyone, so here we go. 10 years ago, and by complete coincidence, I found out that my husband has been cheating on me with men from before we got married. We live in a smallish town in the south of the USA. Him coming out as gay will have consequences. I believe that that is the only reason he's not come out to anyone. First, here's how I found out he was cheating on me. He got sloppy. He left a credit card bill for a secret card in the pocket of a coat. While going through it, I found all the telltale signs of infidelity. Payments to a hotel in a nearby county, restaurant bills, gifts, flowers, condoms and lubricant, etc. I started camping outside the hotel on days he told me he'd be late, and I saw him bringing different men there. I'm very good at compartmentalization and have a great poker face. It comes with growing up in an abusive household. So I was able to give myself the time to cool off and to come up with what I should do First thing I did was getting an std panel since I didn't know how safe he was with his partners It came out negative Then I convinced him that we should use condoms since I was having side effects from the pill He was okay with it I had a long think and I came up with a decision that I was not going to confront him Nor was I going to leave him He was able to provide me a really good lifestyle one that i would never be able to afford with my high school diploma That was a cleaning lady and nanny to help with the kids Regular spa days and a country club a new car every other year luxury family vacations every year He was a good dad a good partner cheating aside and really good in bed But I was not going to let him have a single guilt-free week in his life That would be my revenge. I started small planning great date nights for us telling him that I felt our relationship has cooled That I wanted the spark back Then i'd sometimes slip into conversation some tea about a cheating husband a Gasp gay man that's been using his poor wife as a beard Complimenting the only gay couple we know for having the courage of being real men who were out and proud of themselves On the other hand, I'd praise him as the perfect husband to anyone and everyone, especially if he was in earshot. The amount of guilt gifts I got was astounding. The man was even sending me flowers weekly. It continued the same way for years. I could literally see how much it was weighing on him. Me? 
Well, my parents were part of a commune with the concept of free love, and I was the same. I just considered myself in an open marriage. It seems that cheating is easy to ignore if you're not that big on monogamy in the first place. And my husband was keeping me satisfied, so I felt no need to find a partner of my own. Then, four years ago, I guess he met the love of his life. He started seeing just the one guy. I was seriously thinking of ending the whole thing, especially since I'd started a business by then and was able to bring in enough money to support myself and my kids while maintaining my lifestyle. But then he went and introduced his side piece to us. What? Wow. He freaking brought him into our house, introduced him to our kids, and that was enough for me to keep tormenting him. Apparently, he was a new friend he made while golfing. Oh my gosh, the audacity of that man. He started hinting at moving to another state, one where it would be easier for him to come out. I refused. I told him that my business was here and I was not going to start over in another state. Also, the kids had their friends and extended family here. It would be unfair to uproot them. Then he started trying to start arguments. I guess he wanted us to fight, then for me to ask for a divorce. I just stopped all those arguments in their tracks. I just agree with whatever he said. He was right, I was wrong. And to make it up to him, how about a nice dinner and some great sex? He hated that. I knew from spying on his phone that having sex with me felt like cheating on his boyfriend. The audacity of this man. Wow, that's OP saying that, not me this time. I also knew that his boyfriend was pressuring him to leave me almost every day. He was stuck between a rock and a hard place. He started drinking and when it got too heavy, that was when I decided that enough was enough. I wanted to ruin his life, not his health. Also, I grew up with an alcoholic father and I did not want that for my kids. So I gathered all the evidence of his infidelity over the last nine years. Photos with different men, conversations, his grinder profile, even though he no longer had one, everything. Then I hired a divorce attorney and mailed the evidence to his employer. He has a morality clause in his contract and adultery breaks it. All his relatives, including parents, as well as our church, his actually, I was never big on religion like him. It was like a bomb exploded. He was fired. The congregation turned on him for cheating, not for being gay. Let's keep that straight. I'd never allow my kids to be part of a church that discriminated against their father, even if he wasn't out. His parents wouldn't take him in after I kicked him out and he was shamed publicly. Gotta love that small town gossip mill. And the cherry on top? His boyfriend was run out of the town and he couldn't follow him because he wanted to fight for custody of our kids. Now, almost a year later, I am a free woman. I got to keep the house, my car, and my business. He got 75% of the retirement and investment accounts, but he won't be paying alimony. I got full custody, he got visitations. I also got child support. He had to move six hours away to find a new job. Couldn't put the last job he worked at his whole life as a reference. His relationship with his family is rocky. His reputation in town is ruined, so he can't move back anytime soon. The love of his life left him for good. And my kids only tolerate him because I did my best to shield them and to tell them that he is still a good father to them. I also made sure to treat him politely. I never talked badly about him and had a lengthy talk about how their father being gay is okay. It's who he is and that it was not his fault. That the only wrong thing he did was hiding it from me. So I guess the results of his cheating was years of guilt followed by a ruined life. And interestingly, before I even get into my thoughts, I just want to read out this edit that OP has put at the bottom of the post. Let's make something clear. I am not the good person in this story. We were both bad. I'm not here trying to get pats on the back or to be told that I did well. 
I know what I did was messed up. I'm here because I wanted to tell someone and I can't do that in real life. And there we go. I think it's worth remembering throughout all of this that yes, as OP says, we, the reader, are the only ones that really know that OP knew about this the entire time. If you're coming from the perspective of her now ex-husband. Yeah, she's got those old screenshots, the grinder profile that was deleted a while ago, but she easily could have just found that in the past few months. From his perspective, it looks as if she had no idea the entire time. He probably thought he was getting away with it. I mean, I'm sure he did. And yeah, as OP says, a bomb exploded, but he probably and everyone else probably thought that she just found out in the past few weeks and months. There's no way that people would ever have thought that you'd known for 10 years and kept it, I guess, a secret in your own head for a decade. Now, interestingly, I wanted to read out that edit because Opie is right. They're not the good person. But I don't think you're necessarily bad, right? Like, what are you inferring there? That you should have confronted him when you found out? Or that you should have divorced him? It's your choice. You're not the one that's doing anything that's wrong. I mean, like, I don't really know that you're necessarily bad there. Yeah, fair enough. You didn't do well out of the situation. But I don't think you can say that you were in the wrong. You had a good life. You wanted to maintain that. You loved your kids. You didn't mind the fact that this was going on. I mean, it wasn't enough to leave this man, clearly, right away. And there you go. You left him when you wanted to after 10 years, which is crazy. I will say, though, it is nice that you said that you weren't the good guy in this. Because, yeah, let's be honest, it is a bit shady, whatever you did here. Not outing the situation. But still, good stuff from you. Okay, then, let's move on to our second nuclear revenge story now. And this is where things get a little bit more serious. Guys, if you are listening to this and not watching on YouTube, just a word of warning. I'm going to have to change quite a few of the words here. And there's going to be a lot of censoring, but here we go. Try to publicly mess with my relationship and lie about illegally touching me. Congrats on your relapse. First of all, some background. I grew up with a big group of family and friends. Our summer houses were all near each other. We all went to the same schools, call each other's parents, aunt and uncle, etc. My brother and I, though, always felt we were slightly left out. Outsiders, black sheep, if you will. One of the girls, Claire, assaulted me twice when we were kids. I was eight or nine years old. Once at a sleepover and once at our summer home. I didn't dare bring it up because it would absolutely blow up our little community. And because of that outsider dynamic, everyone would absolutely choose their side. This was before her dad died. But after that, you can also imagine how much sympathy her family garnered. So I ignored it. I never forgot it, but I only told friends completely separate from our community when I was older. I also sort of pushed it aside until the past few years when my therapist finally got me to realize that all because she's only two years older than me doesn't mean that what she did was okay. A few years ago, she randomly got really cold towards me. Now that we're adults, we only see each other every few years anyway. I just thought it was strange since she always did it blatantly in front of everyone else, but no one seemed to care. Her mum and sister treated me the same. Then my mum was completely shut out of any of Claire's wedding events, which destroyed her feelings and made me hate her even more. My long distance boyfriend came to meet everyone for the first time. For visa reasons, we were going to start the marriage process a little sooner than we originally planned, but it is what it is. So my boyfriend was planning on asking my dad for my hand at the end of the trip. I only told one other girl about it, who I'm closest with, but she obviously blabbed. While all the kids were hanging outside and the parents were inside, Claire accidentally mentioned it in front of everyone, including my brother. Some of the parents overheard from inside. Now I have about 25 people in our private business. 
Claire was so obviously pleased with herself. My dad can be kind of reactive when he's not expecting something. So the publicity of this made him even more frazzled. And when we brought it back to the house, everything was basically ruined. He was flustered and started going on about how it's too soon. It had been a year and a half and wouldn't listen while we tried to calmly explain to him that the fiance visa itself can take up to almost a year. My boyfriend and I are fine and still together. It's just something that obviously should have been between us and my family and gossip started flying. We go home, life goes on, yada yada. Fast forward a few months and I have to see her when she's in town and I'm at a get together with some of the kids who also live in my city just the two of us and she accuses me of assaulting her i'm genuinely shocked she said she doesn't have the heart to blow up the community right now but laughed at me when i reminded her that it was actually her and suggested that this info might come out whenever my wedding may be this sort of made me spiral for a few months i wasn't sure if i was remembering it the wrong way or something sobbing imagining how i was going to explain it to my boyfriend and if he would break up with me i even started seeing my therapist twice a week where she made it very clear that what i was describing was not a false memory at all and she was 100 confident this actually happened to me and apparently claire turning it on me isn't uncommon a very important piece of information claire is a coke addict massively massive cokehead doing lines to start the day cokehead went to rehab where she met her now husband. Yeah, she's been sober a few years, but she looks absolutely horrendous. I used to do it recreationally. I quit a little while back. I just really hated the come down. So we see everyone a few months later. We're all hanging out at her family's summer house. When we're alone, she hints at DMing my boyfriend before the weekend is over, obviously not knowing that he's already in the loop. I walked out, I was so angry and decided I'd start getting ready for bed. I went to the bathroom and I packed my toiletries in a bag that I hadn't used in a long time where I found a baggie of old coke and her toiletry bag was also in the bathroom. I snapped. I took the baggie, sprinkled a little bit on her toothbrush, chapstick and mixed some into the oil she uses for oil pulling before leaving the ensuite bathroom and slipping the baggie into a pocket in her purse. And it happened. Exactly what you'd expect. I don't know when she found the baggie, but two nights later, when she said she wanted to go on a walk alone, I knew she was going to meet a dealer. A week later, she overdosed, went straight from the hospital to rehab, and apparently her husband is considering at least a separation. I broke down and told my boyfriend. I wouldn't say he was pleased, but was surprisingly supportive and said if anyone deserved it, it was her. I realized then that I actually didn't feel bad for doing it. I was just scared that it was going to cost me my relationship but it didn't. My dad is now on board since we've been together a little longer and we filed the visa paperwork. I probably won't see her for a few years and I'm not sure if I'll let her know subtly what I did, but screw you, Claire. The next time we see each other definitely won't be at my destination wedding. Well, guys, if you thought the first story was pretty crazy, um, how about getting an ex-drug addict back addicted to coke i mean that is a definition of nuclear revenge i will say unbelievable i don't even know what to think about that (laughs) i mean the thing is with the first one right op said i know i'm not the good guy here now in the second one there's not even a, a hint of an edit a hint of remorse it's just yes i know what i did was so bad and i don't even care and my and my boyfriend supports it as well my fiance now nuts absolutely nuts wow i mean dabbing it on a toothbrush to get someone re-addicted my word that is the level here my friends that really is nuclear revenge 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. And now for our final story of today's episode, potentially the most serious yet. As well, it does involve multiple illegal things, including murder. Here we go. My family murdered an R-word. Now, just to confirm what this R-word is, it's someone who has done something illegal, assaulting someone without their consent in a certain sort of way. I mean, you can probably work it out, guys. This is my grandfather's story. It would have occurred sometime in the early 1960s. My grandpa comes from a very remote part of my country. Even in the 60s, they lived in a log cabin without a phone or electricity. He lived with his three brothers, his sister, his father, and his mother. It was a violent household. My great-grandfather was an alcoholic. My grandpa, his siblings, and his mother were accustomed to beatings. The culture of the time was to accept this as a harsh reality of the remote and difficult lives that were led so far from civilization. My great aunt was the youngest of the siblings. And as my grandpa and his brothers grew into young men and began working, she was left at home and began to take on the role of housekeeper as my great grandmother was often ill. She would often use her bad health as an excuse for not stopping what happened next. My great grandfather began aring my great aunt at some point most likely before she'd even begun puberty. Oh my word. It continued for years as the brothers all moved out and she was left completely alone. My grandpa says he truly did not know. He worried for his sister, receiving the brunt of the beatings, but he didn't know about this. I hope that's true. When my great aunt was 13, she became pregnant with her father's son. Oh my goodness. I thought this story couldn't get any worse. My word. The night my grandpa found out, him and his brothers snowmobiled out from town. And since none of them owned a gun, they had to use shovels to beat their father to death. The ground was frozen solid, so they burnt him, which also helped to destroy the evidence, I suppose. Although I'm not sure anyone ever questioned how my great-grandfather had died. These were very different times. My great-aunt's son, born of incest, is afflicted with genetic issues. He can barely see and he only has a single functioning kidney but he is happy and has healthy kids in their 20s now my great aunt drank herself to death in the 80s as did my great grandmother so i never met them my grandpa told me all of this when he was drunk as he's also become an alcoholic and so has my dad the generational trauma of my family is thankfully now broken with me and my siblings but this revenge murder this disgusting hurt was really just another sad piece of a puzzle of abuse that started long, long ago. Um, wow. There we go. I'll be honest. The first story in today's episode, yeah, it was over a decade, but it was pretty timid, you know. For nuclear revenge, this is. Nothing that's like crazy illegal, just cheating, realizing that someone's cheating on you with another man. Tough, but you know, that sort of stuff can happen day to day. Second story, um, a little bit a little bit more crazy there. We're getting some some uh, some lovely illegal substances involved and we're getting someone re-addicted to those substances. Pretty nuts and definitely nuclear as all these stories were. The third story though. Wow. Like I, I don't 
even want to go into what I've just read there. Unbelievable stuff. I think that actually might be one of the most severe nuclear event stories that I've read. Like the R alone was nuts. Then the fact that she was 13. Then the fact that she's got pregnant because of him. I mean, I guess it's to be expected, right? Oh, what? Oh, I just don't... Let me know in the comments right down below. How are you actually feeling right now after reading that truly gruesome tale? I feel a little bit just like... Uh, I don't know how to feel. Wow. Hey, what an episode. Really hope you guys enjoyed it. If you can enjoy stories like that. Wow. I mean, look, the beauty of nuclear revenge is that it is pretty nuclear. And a lot of the time, let's be honest, the majority of the time, the people enacting the revenge aren't good themselves. As we've seen, they even know that themselves. But the revenge itself is extremely justified. And I'll be honest, I don't think I can genuinely ever say that a murder is justified. But in that last story, we're getting pretty close, aren't we? We're getting very close. And let's be honest, it probably was fair. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com.